We are so glad you joined us today for the sermon podcast of St. Thomas Anglican Mission. St. Thomas is a convergent church anchored in Anglicanism and located in beautiful Matthews County, Virginia. We seek to be a community of refuge where you can rest, dream, and change as you encounter Christ through the scriptures, spirit, and sacrament. We hope you're blessed by today's message. Let's listen. So we're just going to do one reading this morning, uh, and this reading is uh, found in the Torah, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, um, verses 15 through 22, and it's actually kind of funny that this is the appointed te- uh, lectionary reading um, in light of some of my own posts over on my own wall on Facebook and such, but anyways, let's pr- let us uh, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord, your God, will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own brothers. You must listen to him, for this is what you asked of the Lord, your God, at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, Let us not hear the voice of the Lord, our God, nor see this great fire any more, or we will die. The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. I will put my words in his mouth and he will tell them everything I command him. If anyone speaks not, if anyone does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name, I myself will call him to account. But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded him to say, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, must be put to death. You may say to yourself, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? If what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him. The word of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for uh, bringing us all together virtually this morning. And uh, we pray, God, that... Um, you give us the discernment to hear the voices that are from you and not the verses that are or not the uh, the the words that are opinion and the words that are are from from our own uh, corrupt flesh and our own uh, weak fleshly desires but Lord give us the discernment to hear those words that are from you those words that are kingdom oriented and uh, we give you praise and honor in Jesus name amen amen all right, so this morning, uh, as I said, this the passage this morning is kind of funny um, in a timing sort of way because that's, that's just how God does it. Uh, the Deuteronomy passage is the one speaking about uh, prophets and specifically false prophets, um, and that's the appointed lectionary reading for today, um, which if you're a friend of mine on Facebook is kind of humorous because I've been having... Uh, Posts and thoughts and stuff with folks pertaining to uh, the modern day prophets and their prophecies and those sort of things. Um, that's probably been in the last what week or two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then this is the verse that comes up this morning. God is funny that way. So <laughs> it, it's pretty funny. But you know, I mean, it's it's sad at the same time though because there's. Uh, 
division in the body where there should be unity. There's frustration. There's misaligned priorities. There's um, um, an out of sync with kingdom ethics versus American politics. Um, there's, you know, um, the fact that there's unfortunately many, many believers who um, unconsciously uh, have, in a lot of ways, when you look in the grand scheme of the American political system, they have demoted Jesus to, as uh, Brian Zahn says, be Secretary of Afterlife Affairs, uh, mm. because whose president is way more important. Um, and so, you know, and, and of course, there was lots of uh, words, lots of prophecies spoken about this previous uh, election um, that have caused all kinds of issues with with you know believers some um clinging to false reports and some you know um just ignoring that stuff or whatever and it's an unfortunate uh unfortunate reality um when you have people speaking in the name of the lord and saying that this or that is meant to happen or is meant you know this person or that person is meant to be president or you know, this thing or that thing. Um, and, and it's unfortunate when we just flippantly say that kind of stuff uh, because it aligns with our own opinions, our own um, um, motivations, our own earthly alignments and those sort of things. Um, one thing I wanted to say is that earlier this week I was listening to a podcast uh, with this guy, Brad Jerzyk, who's uh, he's Orthodox um, up in Canada, uh, but he, he has lots of insight on the word and stuff. And one thing that he said pertaining to prophetic stuff, um, prophecies that, that Christian prophets are speaking and those sort of things, is he said that the Beatitudes, you know, blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, blessed are the persecuted, all those things, the Beatitudes are the most powerful criteria for prophetic discernment mm. that any of us as believers can know. And so, you know, when someone says so-and-so is ordained of God and meant of God to be the president of the United States because he will push back the enemy, he will push back this, he will push back that, you have to run it through these Beatitudes. Um, and last I checked, when I read the Beatitudes, there's nothing in there that says blessed are the proud, uh, blessed are are the the disrespectful. Blessed are this. Blessed are that. And so we have to discern these words that are spoken, even if they're not just on a national level, but if they're spoken on an individual yeah. level, like you know, Jason, you're going to you're going to uh, you know lead a hundred thousand people or whatever. But if it's something. It, it, you have to run all these things through the filter, the discernment of yeah. the Beatitudes to figure out um, how how this shakes out. And if it can make it through all of them, well, you know, then uh, I think uh, you got something worth at least putting in your pocket and hanging on to. Uh, but if it crashes and burns after the first one or two, then, yeah, it, it's best not to pay mind to it. Discernment is kind of a... A Christian word that we use and I'm not really sure if discernment is is you know like a, a fancy way of saying like a, a a tested thing you know you pray about it you 
seek counsel with people that you trust that have been on the journey uh you know a little longer than you who obviously go to the word and you pray again and so that's a, a fancy way we sometimes christians say things like discernment and uh and really that's just you know it, it's just checking checking your your sources god mm -hmm. the word and people that god have placed in your life um that you trust to speak into your life okay and i mean of course you you want to how does it connect with you and how does how does your spirit bear witness to it and how does it line up with the word um and please when when people share prophetic things and all that do not um test it against the whole the the old testament and this and that any prophetic word needs to be tested through the life and teachings of jesus christ first yes. and foremost um moses is awesome I love Moses, I love Elijah, I love Isaiah, I love all these guys, but none of them are Jesus Christ. And so, you know, it doesn't matter if some prophetic word checks a Moses box, or checks an Elijah box, or checks, you know, an Isaiah box, or a Malachi box. None of that matters if it fails to check the Jesus Christ box, right? If it does not align with his teachings, you know, of blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, blessed are the persecuted... You know, uh, he who's last shall be first. If it doesn't align with the teachings of Jesus Christ, flush that prophetic word down the toilet and run away from it as fast as possible. Um, Jesus is the way. Yeah. And it's not that we don't love the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, or any of that. It's just we realize that if we uh, do not read the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, through Christ... Um, that if we if 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 we don't interpret them through the lens of Jesus, we're going to have all kinds of whack things come to mind. We're going to justify killing people. We're going to justify genocide. We're going to justify uh, inappropriate you know words and eye for an eye and all this other stuff that goes right against the teachings of Jesus. And there, of course, there's there's reasons. Uh, for why on the surface it looks contradictory and all that. Um, but if we, we understand in the New Testament, Jesus says that in him is the fulfillment of the law and prophets, then something's out of sync there with how things were done in the Old Testament versus what Jesus is saying. Default to the fact that Jesus is never wrong. And so there's something else going on in the Old Testament than what you, you uh, read on the surface. And so that means you have to drill down and figure out what does all that, that seems contrary, uh, what is that? Is that really God directly speaking it, or is that the way that they understood God uh, being manifested in their life? So, you know, there's lots of things to consider when you hear words and, uh, I have a word from the Lord, or, you know, those sort of things. You should always take that stuff with a grain of salt and be um, wary of them in the first place, just because... Approach with caution. Yeah, because prophetic words um, can have a way of puffing people up and making them, you know, uh, just get full of themselves, honestly. You know, and thankfully, I mean, our passage this morning, it says, A prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded him to do or commanded him to say, or a prophet who speaks in the name of, the other, of another God must be put to death. Thankfully... Ooh, that's not the way of Jesus. We don't we don't put people to death for uh, giving false prophecy. Um, however, we can't just say because it says right here in black and white that 
that uh, pertains to only people who lead, who give prophecy that are for other gods. Uh, any prophecy that is spoken, any prophet or any word that is spoken does not come to pass uh, is not a word of the Lord. Um, you know, and we have nothing to fear from them, of course. But in our time right now, with the division that's occurring in the church, specifically in evangelical circles and all this, because of political prophecies, which remember, Jesus said his kingdom is not of this world. Yeah. So um, that seems kind of odd that, you know, there there's prophecy being proclaimed in the name of the Lord about a kingdom that has nothing to do with Jesus. So Jesus said, my kingdom's not of this world. So political prophecies that says this person or that person, um, just flush that stuff. Don't pay attention to it. Don't Just just, just uh, ignore it. Don't be afraid of them. They were presumptuously spoken. They were opinionated. They are driven by uh, earthly affiliations. Um, and they most certainly are not... Um, uh, in alignment again with the Beatitudes and the teachings and the ethics of Christ and his kingdom. Um, you know, and the unfortunate thing, and, and Myra and I have had many conversations about this this week, is a bunch of these folks um, who have come out and who have been proclaiming these words from the Lord and this and that. And don't get me wrong, I believe the Lord still speaks today, still yes. heals today, he still yes. does all those things. But a bunch of these folks, you know, there has been some who have come out and publicly repented and been like, look, I'm sorry, I misled people by speaking falsely and giving false words. But there are a lot of folks still who have doubled down and who are, you know, uh, doing everything they can do to save face and not come out and be like, look, I, I was wrong. I misled you. I misstepped. I misheard the voice of God. I forgive you. The good news is there's forgiveness in the kingdom. The good news is there should be forgiveness among believers. Um, you know, and, and so any of those prophets who seek that forgiveness, seek that repentance, we should welcome with open arms and be like, ah, we all mess up. It's okay. It's good. But those those who, who you know, backpedal to say face, those who double down and are like, no, the Lord said this is what's going to happen. And it did happen, but man stole, and man this, and man that. Uh, presumptuous speech just ignore them just ignore them let let it let let it be between them and the lord don't let your faith be shattered by the fact that someone uh uh has given too much authority to kingdoms of this world um you know just just let it be it be what it be so as as the text says uh, the prophet has spoken presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him or her. So that's really all I wanted to say on that. I mean, if there's anything else that you wanted to share or whatnot, yeah. it's just, again, anytime someone tells you they have a prophetic word, anytime someone tells you they there's a word the Lord has for you or for our nation or for an election or for this or for that, run it through the Beatitudes. And if that word survives the gauntlet of the Beatitudes, give it a little bit of weight, hang on to it, and see what comes of it. But if it crashes and burns, as I said, flush it down the drain and walk away from it. Shake the dust off your feet and don't be afraid of it. Amen. Amen.
Let's pray. Lord, we just ask for your continued, uh, uh, for your Holy Spirit to continue to whisper to our hearts and to our minds, to our souls, to speak discernment into our life, to well up your teaching, to, to cause your teachings to well up inside us when we hear these things that seem to be contradictory to your kingdom. God, we know that your kingdom is not of this earth. Your kingdom is not of this world. And so, God, may we strive to put our allegiance first and foremost to you. May we strive to put our faith first and foremost in you. May we strive to put our hope first and foremost in you. And realize that through 2,000 years, persecution, being martyred through different empires, the church has stood. Yeah. And that we don't need to cave in and pander to the systems of man in this day. All we need to do is seek first the kingdom and trust, Lord, that in the end, you're with us because you said you'd never leave us or forsake us. And really, it doesn't matter. Kings and queens come and go. Presidents, emperors, prime ministers, they come and go. But the kingdom of God lasts forever. Mm. And we, as believers in Jesus Christ, we are not citizens here in America or in our nation. We are citizens of heaven who are here as aliens. Mm -hmm. We are ambassadors of heaven. We are ambassadors of the kingdom of God to the United States of America. And Lord, may we get that deep inside us so that it changes our, our, our mindset and the way we engage with the world around us. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message. You can find out more about St. Thomas by visiting our website, matthewsanglican.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Simply search our name. Have a blessed week.